Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Tyler Van Dyke paid a visit to Ken Lavica Live. It didn't cost us $2,000, and he's spilling some tea. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Well, we have learned the definition of saying the quiet part out loud. Miami quarterback Tyler Van Dyke, you are going to want to hear this in mere moments on Ken Levick Alive. And hey, Manny Diaz up in State College, Pennsylvania, I think you might want to pay attention. Ken Levick Alive on a Thursday here on ESPN 106.3, free ESPN app and on your smart speaker and in John Levine Accident Attorney Studios. Downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers off of the usually uncomfortable and especially humid intracoastal. Friday Night Lights, Stone Labanowitz. He runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock and still in Charlotte for another couple of hours. He has been working hard. He has been trying to dig and find guests and bring on content creators. He is at ACC Kickoff, a.k.a. ACC Media Days. From the Westin in Uptown Charlotte is Theodore CWP-TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. This man, Stone, this man, Theodore was up bright and early bringing canes to his table. This man has been trying, trying his best to, to get us more guests. Really a one-man band. And, Theo, I just want you to know I appreciate you. Hey, it's love, man. Anything for the team, anything for the show. And uh, like you said, I've been working my tail off trying to get us some guests, and I think we will have some in these next couple hours. So if you're tuning in right now, you're going to want to be locked in, man. We got some good stuff Theo, coming Theo, up. Theo, I had faith in you there, really. You, you were you were doing the solo. I was I was right here riding shotgun just in a different oh, state. Was, I was with you bright and I'm early talk- as well. Stone was with me. Stone was with me <laughs> producing and doing his job per usual. But the groundwork of trying to hunt down people um, on I'm this joking. floor on Radio Row, you know, come on. So, it's a little tougher out here, man. I'm in, this, I'm in the trenches. Just so everybody's up to date, we still have yet to talk with Miami head football coach Mario Cristobal. If you were to put a percentage on it, Theo, uh, before 2 o'clock, what's the percentage that you believe will talk with Mario Cristobal? It is. So, I would say it's it's under 50% right oh, now. Oh, boy. We are dipping under precipitously. 50%. It, uh, it, it was looking actually pretty good for a while, and mm-hmm. I just had a conversation literally three or four minutes before air with um, one of my point of contacts to try and book Cristobal, and he, it, you know, the results of that conversation were not um, – they were not optimistic. Not encouraging. So I would be uh, great. Not very encouraging. Now, if you he, could, the problem right now is he's getting booked by so many. Like first take wants him, and all of these national outlets want him, and then everybody here wants him, and it, it's uh, it's a little, it's a scrum. so we saw Cristobal on first take, and the entire interview was Desmond Howard and RG three just talking over one another because they're not listening to their producer in their <laughs> ear because they're in two separate locations trying to ask Mario Cristobal questions. So fine, first take. They can get precedence over Ken Levick alive. All I'm saying is that we're going to do a better job talking with Mario Cristobal than what I just saw, that, that big pile of poop on first take. Theo, Theo, take a wild <laughs> guess. Take a wild guess what the first question they asked him was, please. Turnover chain. Yep. Turnover chain. Lame. Like, come on. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I, it... it, it Obviously, people haven't been paying attention. We've known the turnover chain was going to be gone for like he said months. It, he said it when he got Literally, hired. From the jump. Right after he got hired. So why is this all of a sudden news? This is the weirdest thing to me how this is all no, of a sudden the lightning the, rod thing for Miami football. Here's what's happening. Because nobody has anything else. Because nobody knows anything. <laughs> because everybody needs the easiest piece of content. Like we talked with Tyler Van Dyke. And we're going to hear this interview in just a couple of moments. And we, I would argue, have broken the biggest news or created the most memorable content of anything coming out of ACC Media Days. But because it's easy, 
we're just going to lap up the turnover chain. Yeah. Oh, turnover ridiculous. chain. Oh, I love the content. Ooh, we knew the turnover <laughs> chain was gone for months and months and months and months and now, months. Ken, I want you to use this opportunity to, to not call us a catastrophe. Kind of gas up how much hard work we put into this. Because you're right. I think we did break the most newsworthy thing regarding Miami football and ACC Media Day. But part of the reason this is a catastrophe is because we have broken the biggest news of ACC kickoff. Um, and it's the biggest news in quite some time with Miami, based on a quote from Tyler Van Dyke. But what you're going to hear is an interview conducted with Theo Dorsey in Charlotte, okay? Stone Lebanowitz in West Palm. And because we <laughs> talked with Tyler Van Dyke at 8 a.m., I could not be in West Palm at that time. Me <laughs> on my cell phone dropping my daughters off at day camp. This interview... That is, that is now national news that we've done with Tyler Van Dyke. What you're going to hear is an interview with me on my cell phone. So isn't that just the perfect, perfect synopsis of what this show is? Even when we do something good, it sounds like borderline crap. <laughs> like, isn't that us, the personification of us? It is. It was. It, you had a delay on the cell phone, so we're talking over each other, getting a little sloppy, but hey, I think Tyler enjoyed it. We actually kicked him off, right, Theo? We were the first one of the day. Yeah, yeah, we were the first of the day, and um, I've gotten word back from Jafari that we were some of the best because uh, we also got Jafari Harvey. about Jafari Harvey? 772, uh, baby. Native. 772, shut it down. Uh, so I already got word back from them at lunch that we were uh, some of the best of the day. So uh, I told them, no, no, no use wasting your time on the rest of Radio Row when you no. stop by Ken Levick alive. No, one and done with us. That's all you need. That's mm-hmm. the experience you need. Just ask Dino Babers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, by the way, if you missed any of Dino Babers yesterday with us, Syracuse head coach and Stone asking him a question about a quarterback to break down said quarterback in a quarterback battle, and that quarterback doesn't even play at Syracuse any longer, go ahead and check me out on Twitter at KLV1063. Yeah. It's there. It's all its glory or on the podcast. As, it's free. Ken Levicka Live. As well as Ken Levicka asking him if uh, poor little Billy with cancer, six years old, uh, asking him if Dino Babers was going to win more than six games this year. That's on there as well. So That's right. it, it, it entails it all. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the uh, again, the the Marley. Uh, what was her name again? Rivera. Marley Rivera School of uh, of interviewing. Okay. So, yeah. without any further ado, uh, Tyler Van Dyke sat down with us this morning, bright and early, eight a.m. Eastern time. He was in Charlotte. Theo was in Charlotte. Stone was in West Palm. I was in my car in Coral Springs, dropping off my daughters at day camp. But here is Miami quarterback Tyler Van Dyke. It's a pretty good interview. A lot of good stuff in here, but most notably is when he discusses the loss to Florida State last year. Here in full, kicking us off, is Miami quarterback Tyler Van Dyke. Back from ACC kickoff here in Charlotte, North Carolina, and sitting pretty right now, man. Radio Row pretty cleared out right now, so we got a lot of space, a lot of time, and also we have the star quarterback of the Miami Hurricanes, Tyler Van Dyke, the guy who has all of the fans around South Florida saying the magic four words, the U is back. Tyler, how does that feel, for one, for you, as a guy that kind of has everybody rallying around him right now. Yeah, I mean, it feels great. But at the end of the day, we're, we're still working hard. Um, you know, it's all about winning first and uh, team first. And, you know, there's a lot of hype around the program, and hype doesn't win games. So we're, we're still working hard right now, and we're ready for the season. Is that kind of, I mean, I know it's got to be the focus for you because no matter how much hype there is around it, no matter all of the fanfare, you guys still got to get out there this fall win on Saturdays for any of that stuff to matter. Uh, how much does that kind of motivate you to even elevate your game past what we saw last year, which was, again, a breakout season from you that has everybody excited about your game? Yeah, it does motivate me and all my teammates, too, you know. Um, we're really excited for the season. You know, we have great talent on the team, and it's all about uh, discipline first and intensity, toughness. And uh, I think Coach Cristobal did a great job of bringing in a lot of guys in, in the trenches and um, really emphasized toughness and we're just ready for the season. Look at that. Tyler Van Dyke already ready with the uh, with the good media mm. uh, savvy I answers. I love it. Uh, I love it. <laughs> he is so polished, man. Like, this is a guy who hasn't played a full season, and he's so polished. I want to ask you, though, Tyler, the, 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 the biggest question, the one I'm most interested in right now. I think it's the most important question. Forget the football for a second. How sick is that BMW 750i, bro? How how sick is that car? Yeah, it's pretty sick. <laughs> My what, parents what, are jealous. What's of the driving best it. feature? What, what, what's the 
best feature on that car, man, because I know that that uh, I, I saw that and I was like, man, Tyler's rolling. What's the best feature on that car? It has a wireless charging station for your phone Ooh. in the center uh, console. And you also can turn the volume up with your hand, turn it down with your hand, so that's pretty cool. Just simple things. Yeah. Right, Charging your phone and changing the value. Yeah, <laughs> just simple things. Tyler, what, what's going on? I'm back here in the studio with Ken in, in West Palm Beach, but I got a question, man. I had a chance to sit down with your agent, Sean O'Dare, and uh, the interview was awesome. We chopped it up. We talked a little bit about you, X, Xavier Restrepo, and he said you were shooting a college hunks commercial yesterday with Amon Richards. How did that go? Yeah, I did uh, shoot that yesterday. It, it was pretty cool. Um, I mean, I've been doing a few commercials here and there in, uh, the past couple months. So uh, it, it was, that, yesterday was pretty cool. They had like a whole film production crew there that, that have done a bunch of movies. So it, it was pretty cool. Awesome. I hear a lot of the uh, the, the nicknames from fans that, that people throw at you. What, what's your favorite so far? Which one are you sticking with going into this fall? <laughs> I just like TVD. That's my favorite right there. <laughs> I mean, I've heard TV Dimes, TV Dinner. Uh, TV dinner actually came from one of our. TV dinner's tough. Wait, yeah. that, how do you not go with that one? I don't know. I just like the plain and simple one. TV D. Oh man, he's a simple guy, guys. I'm, I'm trying to get the. He is. But, you know, it, it speaks to this, and, and Tyler, I am fascinated about this because last year at this time, you'll attest to it. Nobody outside the program really knew about Tyler Van Dyke, and all of a sudden now. You're the fourth shortest odds to win the Heisman Trophy. You're a household name in South Florida. You say TVD, everybody knows who you're talking about. This has come quick for you because you got into the starting lineup and you started throwing and ripping passes and you proved yourself. Because this has been so quick, how have you compartmentalized it? How have you kept yourself even? How can you apply that to the season? Because for a lot of people, this is too much at one time. Yeah, it, it, it was pretty fast and it was a lot, you know. But I've always prepared myself. I was like the starter. So, I mean, going into last season, uh, being the backup, I'd always uh, watch a lot of film, get with Derek, and uh, really just study the tape a lot. And um, I feel like that really helped me get to where I am now. And, you know... It did come fast. Um, I try not to look at all those odds and uh, all that hype, you know. I'm just really focused on going into the season with my team and winning. Uh, Josh Gaddis, as advertised, I mean, what, what, what has your experience been so far? I mean, I know it's off-season work, but what, what are the changes you're seeing? I mean, highly touted guy that, that Crystal Ball brought in there as well. Yeah, I love Coach Gaddis. Uh, great guy, really good coach, you know. Um, I'm really excited what we could do this, off se- uh, this season, you know. Um, some of the runs... Uh, that we didn't have before, you know, all those gap schemes, uh, pulling guards, all that stuff that we never had. Um, I'm really excited about that for our run game. And then obviously the pass game, you know. Um, last year we were running a lot of RPOs, and this year it's more full field uh, pass concepts, and um, I'm really excited about that. TVD, you're talking over my head, but Stone Labanowitz, who again was a Saluki SIU uh, quarterback there. Stone, can you talk some quarterbacking with him? Because me and Ken, he's throwing out all these terms yeah. going over my head. Yeah, he and Ken are, are dummies yeah, here. Translate for us. I mean, it's funny, you know, you bring up Josh Gaddis, man. He's literally the 2021 Bros Award winner. Like, there's so much that he can do. And Tyler, I think what I'm most excited about is see him move guys around, right? I think you're going to be interested in, and I'm just calling stuff out here, but I think Xavier's going to play a little outside, which will be interesting. I know Will Mallory's going to play a lot of stand-up, and you'll do a lot with guys in the backfield. But you got into some RPO stuff, and I knew it wasn't your forte when you came to Miami early on, but do you see that being? I know you just touched on it, but do you see you guys turn into a lot of RPO? Because you have a lot of guys that you want to put the ball in their hands, and they're going to get yacked, right? They need to make plays. You just got to get the ball in guys' hands, right? Yeah, we um, we still have RPOs with Coach Gaddis, um, not as much as last year, you know. Um, but I'm just excited about how he uses his playmakers, you know. We have yeah. a lot of great running backs. Um, you know, we have Will at tight end, Elijah Roy, you know. Those two guys right there, they're going to be hard to stop if they're on the field at the same time. So the way they move them around, um, put them outside, put them mm-hmm. on the line, uh, slot, you know, it's, it's going to be exciting for them. I'm awesome. Tyler, I wanted to touch on this because Ken talked about, you know, your Heisman odds, right? Let's not hide from that, man. Let's, that's literally the elephant in the room. And, you know, your, your agent said that, you know, he wants a first rounder. He wants a Heisman Trophy winner. He wants a first round draft pick, which, which is all cool to me. And Ken mentioned how you stay even keeled. But I got to ask, you know, the big question I'm about to hit you with the hard one. What do you bump in pregame in your headphones, whether it's in the locker room or you're strutting the field, man? You're throwing to some guys. You got the beats. You got the bows on. What are you bumping? 
You know, um, I listen to Kodak, you know. <laughs> a lot yeah. of, uh, you know, Kodak's from South Florida. So I've, I've hopped on the train. Uh, a bunch of guys uh, got me on it. So um, I've been, I listen to a lot of Kodak before games. Yes, sir. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love that. Tyler, I need, to, I need to bring yeah. this up. And I don't, I don't want you to throw off the headset. I don't, I don't want you to get angry with us. We appreciate you sitting down with us. But I look up at Tallahassee, and they're selling 4th and 14 shirts. They've made an entire brand out of what they did in the final couple of seconds against you guys last year. Uh, how do you... How do you consume that? How does that make TVD feel? Are you going to have to take it out on them a little bit this season? <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, I mean, yeah, it was such a disappointing end of that game, you know, but I think it really created a monster out of us. Um, I mean, bringing the best coach, one of the best coaches in the country, um, best supporting staff in the country. And, yeah, I mean, I honestly don't think Coach Cristobal here if we won, is here if we won that game. So that's 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 view that's huge that's huge and and and, for, and I, I know you're involved in obviously getting ready for the season. Coach Cristobal has been involved right now and also bringing in all of these commitments and all of these recruits and this coaching staff that is so highly touted. Seems like a guy that gets whatever he wants um, to this UM program. For you, how, what's been your role also in trying to convince guys that hey, Miami is a place for these next couple of years that you do want to come play football, especially when they get to line up with a TV dinner? <laughs> yeah, when they bring in recruits in, I mean, I just tell them uh, the truth, you know. I mean, Coach Cristobal is really building that, that program that's uh, going to bring back Miami, you know. Um, I was talking to this old lineman um, from where – he's from Finland, but he plays where I was from yeah. up in Connecticut. and uh, That's a big one. Yeah, it's a big one right there. Uh, his name is Ola, so he's, he's a – a big oh, yeah. guy, you know. Um, yep. So, I, I was talking to him yesterday and uh, trying to convince him to come here. And um, I mean, I love selling the program for him and in Miami in general. So, easy sell, right? I mean, for yeah, you, it, it helps what you did last year, right? And that, now that you have that name, mm -hmm. do you feel that the recruits kind of, you know, take a liking to mm -hmm. you more and that they listen to you more when you are making that sell to them? Yeah, for sure. You know, um, last year I was at the backup yeah. uh, before the season, so I mean. Not many people were listening to what I had to say, you know. Um, and that goes for the team, too. Like, uh, being a leader. It was hard, it's hard being a leader when you're the backup quarterback. Um, so, you know, now it's it's a lot easier and um, a lot more guys listen to me. If, if, if Tyler can rip off uh, uh, an offensive lineman named Olaf, get him to come to, to Coral Gables, that's bigger than anything he's doing this season. <laughs> I love all that. I, I, think, I think being a, being a backup quarterback... And I mean, it kind of helps, right? It, it keeps you quiet. You're not the kind of rah-rah guy, but being a hacker kind of humbles you and realize that you have something to prove. But, I mean, you talked about bringing Ola, and Ken just touched on it as well, man. There's playmakers all over the field, and there's a lot of guys coming, man. But who's going to fall from the clouds and be an impact player for you guys this year as, as far as a fan that we don't know about? Give me one on offense and give me one on defense. Um, on offense, I would say... I mean, most of our receivers, they're not too much experienced. Um, I mean, they've gotten the field, but they haven't really got those those catches and yards yet. So um, I think Keyshawn Smith, um, number five, he started last year. Um, I mean, Rambo really o overtook his mm. um, that number one receiver role. So, yeah, Keyshawn Smith and I think uh, Xavier Estrepo, um, those two guys are going to have uh, a breakout season, you know. I mean, they, they've gotten the field. Um, before, but I think those guys really are going to step up. Um, and then on defense, uh, I mean, my, I got my guy sitting right here, Jafari Harvey. Um, yes, sir. I think he's going to oh, yeah. be an impact player for sure. Um, I mean, I got to give you a couple more because I, I think we have a lot of good guys. No, go know. ahead. Um, I think uh, Mitchell Agude, um, transfer from UCLA. Uh, he's a big guy, showing what he had in, in um, this summer and uh, our team sessions. You know, I think we have a lot of good young DBs. You know, we got James Williams, Avante Williams, um, Cam Kitchens. I think they all have a lot of uh, special talent back there. I'm really excited to see what our defense could do. He made sure he looked over at Jafari Harvey. If y'all don't know, you know, defensive end, Port St. Lucie native, huge dude. Yeah. He looked over because I'm sure you're like, hey, if I don't mention Jafari right now, he might come and get me at practice. Yeah, he might. Yeah. <laughs> he still does anyway. Yeah. <laughs>
Uh, Tyler, I do want to ask you, now that Coach Cristobal is in, because you mentioned him a couple of times, that uh, he's come in. If you win Florida State, he's probably not in Coral Gables. That is a, a net win, I think, for Canes fans and for the Canes program. But as far as the games that were so close last year, couldn't find a way to pull them out. Why are things going to be different, do you think, with Mario Cristobal in charge? I think we really emphasize finishing the game, starting fast and finishing the game. I feel like a couple times last year we didn't really start fast and it really uh, took us a little bit to get into the game and then there was games where we started fast and, and didn't finish well so I think he'll bring in that um, give us that discipline to finish the game and, and start it fast so um, I'm really excited for the season because I feel like we're going to be hard to stop Love to hear that. Love to hear that. And Canes fans all over South Florida, including Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, got to be excited for that. And this is his kickoff to ACC kickoff. We, we let him off his first interview of the day. So thank you so much, TVD. We're going to start calling you TV Dinner at ESPN West Palm, Have whether to. you like it or Have not. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Thanks for your time, Doc. Appreciate you guys. Thanks yeah. for having me on. So that's Tyler Van Dyke uh, here on Ken LeVick Alive, Miami quarterback. And so there is one component out of that that has absolutely taken over on social media and we have a new co-host with this show don't we Theo who who we bring it in here who's our newest co-host here we got CL Brown from the athletic you know we're in North Carolina so of course all the hoops guys also covering football what's up with all the basketball guys here CL? <laughs> on tobacco road that's what you're gonna get <laughs> But I, I'm, I'm now with the Raleigh News and Observer. Oh, I'm sorry, Raleigh yeah. News and Observer. My bad. I'm shouting out his old. His uh, old put that style, up on the old Kenlevick Alive style. ACC kickoff board here. <laughs> That's we great. are on a roll. Yo, so, so back Sia, to back days. That back to back days. So, Sia, what we're gonna do here? So, we talked with Miami quarterback Tyler Van Dyke. Okay, and uh, yes. I, I, I don't need you to know anything about Miami football. But the key component out of that is, and we're gonna play this quote: Tyler Van Dyke makes it sound like a loss to their bitter rival, Florida State. It's a net positive because it forced a coaching change. The exit of Manny Diaz, the intro of Mario Cristobal. If you didn't hear it, CL, and for everybody listening here in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, here's Tyler Van Dyke on the Florida State loss last year. I look up at Tallahassee, and they're selling 4th and 14 shirts. They've made an entire brand out of what they did in the final couple of seconds against you guys last year. Uh, how, do you, how do you consume that? How does that make TVD feel? Are you going to have to take it out on them a little bit this season? <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, I mean, yeah, it was such a disappointing end of that game, you know, but I think it really created a monster out of us. Um, I mean, bringing the best coach, one of the best coaches in the country, um, best supporting staff in the country. And, yeah, I mean, I honestly don't think Coach Cristobal here if we won, is here if we won that game. So That is pretty incredible. You have a Heisman <laughs> Trophy candidate quarterback who straight up says, man, it sucked losing to our rival. The one game that they cared about last year, Florida State was beating Miami. It happened, and the coach lost his job because of it at Miami, and the quarterback is saying, hey, but it was okay because it brought in another coach. I mean, CL, have you ever heard anything like that? <laughs> Never heard anything like that, but... In Tyler's defense, maybe he's just the silver linings kind of guy. He's just looking for the positive <laughs> out with of that. the overwhelming he, yeah. negative of losing. He's an optimist. Game. You're exactly right. See, <laughs> for me, like I, I think it's it's insane to hear it said publicly, but it's the quiet part out loud. It's the same thing that Canes fans have been celebrating, and honestly, I think it's refreshingly honest. Nothing. What it, it might not be the most tactful. But nothing, Theo, that Tyler Van Dyke said was wrong about that. I think exactly. any Canes fan would agree that Mario Cristobal in charge feels a whole hell of a lot better, especially the way this offseason's gone, than having Manny Diaz still in charge. Well, I think the the enthusiasm and the – sometimes your program just needs, you know – an injection of energy that yes. I think Mario Cristobal brings. And and obviously 
he knows what he's doing too. There's something to be said about when when a coach comes in, and this isn't a knock on anybody else, but I'm just saying it's a knock on Manny Diaz. Yeah, no, it definitely it's a knock on Manny Diaz. <laughs> that, CL said it. We didn't. That was you, CL. He's, that was you. He's not listening to South Florida. <laughs> now I'm gonna be on a bulletin board. Uh, yeah, CL's gonna have his, his face and quote plastered all over locker rooms here the uh, the rest of the season. But let me. I, I want to put this out there to our to our our listeners here. Okay, how does Tyler Van Dyke? Look, how does Tyler Van Dyke look acknowledging the FSU loss is a net positive because it forced a coaching change? How does Tyler Van Dyke look acknowledging that the FSU loss is a net positive because it forced a coaching change? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Now, C.L. Brown, again, uh, joining us here on Ken LeVick Alive. Uh, I, I want to ask you, uh, again, with the News Observer, you're covering North Carolina, you're pressed into action, you're at ACC kickoff. Uh, did you, Theo, Theo told us flat out that he was going to be a delinquent and get after it at the media party last night. Did you spend any time <laughs> yes, with sir. Theo last night, C.L.? I did, I did. Uh-oh. And he, he, he wasn't a delinquent, man. He, he kept it professional. <laughs> there we go. That's the company answer right there. I but like that. <laughs> I can't say I was with him the whole time. I don't know what he did after, you know, they're, they're what it in, like 10 o'clock, the hospitality. So a lot of people went on to kind of part two of the night. Yeah. I, I can't account for that. All right. All right. But I guess he showed up on time today. So I yeah. made it. Look, <laughs> Can, I, won't, I won't go into my whereabouts after that okay, 10 o'clock, so, but so I will say o'clock. I made it up at 7 o'clock. So, so, so Ken, so I, I had sent a text to Theo. I was like, yo, call me when you get a chance. This is probably around 9.50. And he's yeah. like, oh, cool. I'll be in the room in about 30 minutes. I'll ring you up. All right, well, well, 10.30 came, no call. Yeah, right? yeah. 10, 10.45, 10.50 uh-huh. came, no call. Uh-huh. I got that call about 11.15, so he spent an extra hour uh-huh. away from Seattle. I don't know what Sounds the hell like he was Sounds like a nightcap. Sounds like there was a nightcap mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. I just had to make sure. I mean, I hadn't been to Charlotte in so long. Right. And I right. had to make sure Charlotte was still looking like Charlotte, and I can <laughs> confirm it is. See, uh, <laughs> I want to ask you, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Now that Sam Howell's not there, I don't know a damn thing about North Carolina football. I I have nothing to look forward to other than Mac Brown uh, basically saying, yeah, we might have been a little overrated last year, and he was just on first take. I couldn't hear him. I saw him. So just give me a quick synopsis of what in the hell North Carolina football is this year. I I think we're all waiting to answer that question. Um, They're – they do have talent, I will say that. And I think in the ACC, especially, especially the way the Coastal has gone through the years, the, the Coastal chaos, so to speak, I think they're kind of a middle-of-a-pack team that will, will be in a lot of games, whether they finish off games or you know fall like they did against NC State in the last two minutes last year. Um, it, it could be a lot of those type games. And in the game against Miami last year, that was like a last-second win when Miami was driving kind of the fluke tip and interception at the end of the game. So I, I think we'll see a lot more of that. They'll, they'll be in games, but they're not a team that's going to overwhelm people this year. Um, and they have a lot of questions to ask, starting with quarterback. I mean, really, Josh Downs at receiver is the only known commodity that they have. British Brooks at running back is a former walk-on who kind of earned his way, you know, into a starting role this year. So um, a lot of questions. But they are they are feeling better defensively with Gene Chizik coming back. Um, he was the coach, defense coordinator, 2015 and 2016, before he kind of took a hiatus to, to be closer to his family, to watch his kid play football, high school football. And uh, now he's back, so they're feeling more confident about that too. Uh, the are North you, Carolina football fix. Yeah, that's hey, they're coming I, to Coral Gables too. October eighth. Yes. Are you are you making that trip, CEO? I am making that oh, trip. Oh yeah, I, baby. I may have some unaccountable hours like Theo <laughs> Let's did go. last night. <laughs> Let's go, see ya. We can Say show less. you Just a good let time, me know where, yeah. Look, yeah, yeah. Let me know where where the action's at out there too. I, I might have some uh, some hints for you. You probably know better than me. You kicked it in South Florida more. You know what? I, not really. Not, no? Not a ton. Okay. No, not a ton. So We'll figure know, it out. I know I make my way to Prime 112. Yeah. <laughs> I know that. Ooh, see, y'all's got <laughs> expensive taste. Get, All right. Try and get out to eat. Yeah. yeah. Let's he got, go. Well, you know, he, you know, they actually uh, fulfill those expense reports where he works. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. I get it. What, what is, uh, <laughs> what's it. on tap the rest of your uh, your ACC kickoff, CL? Uh, you driving back? What's going on? What, what What's the rest of your day look actually, like? Actually, I'm headed down to basketball. I'm going to Peach Jam <laughs> for check out some of the uh, 
some of the high school talent. Um, I hope LeBron is still there watching his son play. You know, I, I saw a picture of him, Carmelo, and Chris Paul all together. Chris Paul always has a, a AAU team competing in, uh, in the Peach Jam in, in Nike EYBL. So, yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. It, it always loops back to basketball around of course, here. Of course. Actually, I might need that address to that because that sounds more interesting than the rest of my day here. So we'll have to see about that. Sorry, uh, Ken. <laughs> no, hey, that's fine. We'll take it from here. It's all good. But see, I'll, I pre- uh, and, and real quick, see, I'll just just so we're covering all the bases. Other than Michael Jordan, the uh, your your favorite North Carolina basketball player of all time. Oh wow, that's a good question. I'd probably say Vince Carter. All right, ooh, all right, that's, that's actually good. an easy I was one. I'm gonna right say there. Kenny Smith. Like I, uh, when I was young, Kenny Smith was my guy. Yeah, uh, and I grew up. I hated Carolina basketball growing up. Um, I was a big Maryland fan. I was a big Lynn oh, Bias, Adrian Branch. Yeah, I was a big Maryland fan. But Kenny Smith was Kenny. Smith. I, let me go with Kenny. Smith. Kenny the Jet. Kenny, Kenny was the nice Jet. in nice. college. People don't people don't realize that Kenny was nice in college. So perfect. Yeah, I'll stick with that. All right, we'll all take right. it. We'll uh, take it. See y'all. Thank Enjoy you so much for coming your, by, man. Uh, yeah. All right. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, so, uh, it, it, with <laughs> we we made hard right and hard lefts all over the place. Uh, we uh, Theo is Theo is Theo still uh, he's he's dapping up. The is tri- that what happens? The after triple that? dap. That, the triple. He's do. Is that was that triple dap worthy? Do you think? I think as far as the time limit's concerned, yeah, he's been away for like 20, 30 oh, seconds. That's now. a great call. That's a great call. So what I want to do here is what, I, what are y'all saying right now? Whoa, no, whoa, I just want to make whoa. sure you're good. I just want to make sure that you're. Uh, <laughs> I was exchanging. I, I realized I didn't have CL's number. I was exchanging numbers no, right quick. Theo, I forgot we were doing live Theo, radio. I told Ken you were probably doing the triple dap. Was that triple dap? The triple dap. We did two daps. Okay. Oh, two. Okay. So not dap. quite a three yet. <laughs> Theo's doing his own radio show. I love it. He's doing his own separate radio show there. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We're going to revisit Tyler Van Dyke. We're going to revisit the quote. We're going to discuss how it makes Tyler Van Dyke look because I have truly never heard anything like what Tyler Van Dyke said today where he basically said, hey, losing to our bitter rival, that was miserable. But you know what? It's all good because it got our coach fired. That's basically what Tyler Van Dyke said today uh, to us here on Ken LeVick Alive. So Theo will be back from Charlotte once he's done with his secondary radio show. Still in the Banowitz Friday Night Lights, I'm Ken LeVick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LeVick Alive. On ESPN 106.3. Oh, we're just throwing around money today. Well, not us, but others. Kirby Smart, Georgia head coach. This is breaking news presented by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Kirby Smart, 10 years, $112.5 million contract extension with Georgia. And then Kyler Murray. That's right. Here's my Kyler Murray impression. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. You could do better. Yeah. Kyler Murray. He gets the contract extension with the Arizona Cardinals. Five years, $230.5 million with $160 million guaranteed. Hide the money, y'all. There's poor people around. <laughs> Kyler Murray getting paid big money. So now he can put up the photos of uh, on Instagram. He can put those back up now. Yes. Instead of acting like a, All that pouting paid off. Yeah, instead of acting like a 15-year-old teenager. So he got his cash. All the po- He's, he's still going to be streaming Call of Duty tonight, regardless of what he got paid. That's it. Wouldn't you, though? I mean, if I got paid that much money, I, I would stream whatever the hell I want. Yeah, I, absolutely. You burned it. Absolutely. Uh, so Can I introduce our, ne- our yeah, next yeah, co-host uh, right here? By the way, ACC kickoff. Theo Dorsey's there in Charlotte, <laughs> the West in and Uptown Charlotte. Uh, Stone the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levicka. We're in West Palm. And we're rolling through some more talent, some ESPN yes. ACC network talent. Yes, we got Dallin Cuff. We got Dallin Cuff with us. And one thing I want to start off with, his shirt is even more white than my pristine bed sheets up here in the West, in which, <laughs> I mean, it's crispy, man. I got to compliment you on that first. Secondly, he, he's been doing the, you know, interviews with people throughout the stuff. He says he got an interview in a couple minutes here, so he's giving us a little bit of his time. But, uh, Ken, I, I want you to know this first and foremost. Mm-hmm. We're ready to have some fun, at least for the next 10 minutes. Okay. He's ready to shoot some shoot some jokes out. And and you lived in South Florida for a little bit. Yeah, man. I'm not, I'm not a knock-knock. I'm not telling knock-knock jokes. But Dave Chappelle up here. But I mean, no. He, he said have, he had some jokes. He wrote some jokes. I wrote some jokes. <laughs> he told me that before in the break. 
Well, that, no, don't. Now I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, I'm like, what? What is the worst joke I could possibly tell? <laughs> no, no. What is the What is the uh, worst joke I got? Dallin, we have totally, you. we have totally just kicked our feet up, and we are are really just letting this show ride. Yeah. We don't really have any expectations, so do whatever you want. I like like, I'm fine. With I just kicked my foot up too over here. He I'm literally just did. I was like, all right, let's, let's <laughs> so, get weird, fellas. Yeah. So, 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 Dallin, you'll see him, ACC Network host. Now, are you doing anything uh, at the desk today, or are you are you just uh, simply putting some interviews in the can today? We pretty much, where I'm at, uh, we have another setup in the middle as Brent Pry walks by, the Virginia Tech coach, in a very similarly colored suit to I am. That is pretty cool. The red, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what you call that. Well, it's, ho- it's, it's colors. Yeah. Look, at this, look at this. Well, that's he his feels, school's he colors. Knows what's, uh, I, I'm aware, but yeah. I just happen to be rocking a similar <laughs> yeah. color. Uh, the Virginia Tech coach walks by. So I'm, uh, we're in a set. We've got three different sets, one in the press conference room, one in the uh, radio row here, and then our set in the middle is just basically we bank in interviews, different coaches come by, players come by, we grab them, do a couple minutes with them, five, six minutes, and they basically roll those into the show to give our other sets a little time, to give Jordan Cornette, Kelsey, Kelsey Riggs, and crew a little break mm. every now and again. It's a nine-hour show, fellas. A lot of people are doing real work. I'm just, I'm just walking around running my mouth a few minutes. Just rolling hey, that's things. All I'm not good. doing real work. Well, I, I want to know if you could do us a favor. So we had Tyler Van Dyke yeah. uh, earlier today. Yeah. So we believe that we have generated the biggest news out of ACC kickoff, and that is Tyler Van Dyke admitting that, hey, we lost to Florida State last year. That was rough, but at least I got our coach fired. So this is the quote. This is the quote from Tyler Van Dyke. I want you to hear this real quick. And we're talking with Dallin Cuff, ESPN, ACC Network. Here's Tyler Van Dyke from earlier today on Ken LaVica Live. I look up at Tallahassee, and they're selling 4th and 14 shirts. They've made an entire brand out of what they did in the final couple of seconds against you guys last year. Uh, how do you... How do you consume that? How does that make TVD feel? Are you going to have to take it out on them a little bit this season? <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, I mean, yeah, it was such a disappointing end of that game, you know, but I think it really created a monster out of us. Um, I mean, bringing the best coach, one of the best coaches in the country, um, best supporting staff in the country. And, yeah, I mean, I honestly don't think Coach Cristobal here if we won, is here if we won that game. So. So there you go, Dallas. I, I don't think Coach Cristobal is here if we won that game against Florida State. I think that that's the quiet part out loud, what Tyler Van Dyke is throwing out there. So if you could, maybe you present it on the air at the desk. Maybe Jordan Cornette wants to cover it with the crew. But try and, uh, if you could get that into the, the TV sphere, we would really appreciate that. Guys, I'm like the Jim Nance of this. If you want weird words said or like random quotes, I got you. <laughs> nice. Right now. We will get that. We will get that. We will get that in the next next hit I do. Get we'll going. Up. That's actually yes. yo. But he ain't lying though. Yeah. No hell if no. If they win that game, man, he's not at Penn State. Nope. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's how crazy this world is. It's one game. It's yeah. one result. But that can change the whole perception of your fan base, of your alumni base, and where your program's going. Mm. That's college football, man. He he ain't lying. He's right. Uh, so Manny Diaz almost tripped his way into another year. That would have been that would have been tough. That would have been tough for Miami fans, especially uh, considering what we know yeah. now with Mario Cristobal. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Dallin, could you also do us a favor? Do, do you? Could you just not mention the turnover chain being dead? Like Please. everybody's doing it. It's such a fallback. We've known for months that it's going to die, and I feel like it's yeah. just lazy. Con- You're better than that, and I think all the guys at the ACC network are better than that. Like, do you, how many times are you going to have to bring it up today, or can you back off of it? He's quiet. I think he already did it. I- he, he I, I was about to say, I'm so over the turnover chain, fellas. <laughs> I was over it when it was going on. I thought I was, I'm like, what were we done here with this? Like, I, did, I just didn't, not into it. Was it turnover rings, turnover chain? Yeah. So I'm glad it's gone. Now, I will say this. Mario Cristobal went a little prickly in his press conference. Somebody asked him about the turnover chain. Yeah. yeah. And why it's, he said, well, why, you know, it's not there anymore. People are upset, blah, blah, blah. And he went journalist because he didn't technically ask a question. So he said, is there a question? Stone, Ooh, and then nice. the guy goes, well, what's the reason? <laughs> what's, what's the reason? And he did answer the question to, to Coach's credit, but Coach was checking the journalist a little bit. If you're going to ask a question, ask a question. And he's clearly tired of that one, and I am too. So I, I have no interest in bringing that up. But unfortunately, I don't think the rest of my compatriots uh, in the media feel the same. Uh, way. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I can't, I can't correct all. I can't correct all the ills in our business. We got a lot of them. I can't correct. Them. <laughs> Hey, um, uh, Theo, Theo, do you think that we should, uh, <laughs> just to make Dallin feel much better about himself professionally, do you think we should play him Stone uh, and his, oh, his fantastic question uh, for Dino Babers sure. yesterday? you you oh, got to hear this. Oh. I'm not sure how much you how up you are on the Syracuse quarterback room. We know how much Stone Labanowitz isn't yeah. up on it. Uh, 
Please, please play yeah, that. Let so, Dallin so, react so, to that live. So, so, so Dallin, am I, am I this, supposed to be crushing other reporters here? So Dallin, we're doing, yeah, yeah, we're, no, yeah, Dallin. Jesus. This is this is one of our interns who joins the show on Tuesday. He's actually not yeah, in the studio is right not now. Not true. Okay, uh, then I'm, uh, I'm really happy to crush this young uh, person. Let's yeah, go. Let's yeah, crush, yeah, crush yeah, it. Let's crush the it. dreams. Uh, Dallin Cuff again, ACC <laughs> Network and uh, and ESPN with us here on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, but Dallin, here is Stone Labanowitz yesterday with what he th- he thought he nailed it. He <laughs> thought he crushed this question to Dino Babers, Syracuse head coach. First of all, Dallin, who's this? starting quarterback for uh, Syracuse Orange? Gary Schrader. All right, fine. You get the audio. Here we go. <laughs> you know, I was one yeah. who was in and out of the lineup. What are the, some of the things you've told Tommy DeVito? And how do you go about a guy who's Ooh. been in the lineup <laughs> for years and has plenty, dozens of starts under center to now with Schrader kind of being the lead guy? Like, what are some of the things you tell DeVito? And, and how do you go into that situation with a guy who, like I said, has been the man? Now, first of all, Tommy is uh, at the University of Illinois now. So the one thing that I'm going to always do is I'm always going to talk about the guys on my team. Oh, boy. How about that? Stone's got a big future, doesn't he, Dallin? Oh, he, you know, he, somebody sign him up. I'm sure right now there's somebody walking off from the ESPN talent office looking to get him a contract. Yeah, or, yeah. or Barstool. Stat. I mean, somebody get Stone in there. But I, no, it, uh, trust me, he wants ESPN. They're, they're on him right now. Yeah. yeah, they're in there right now. They've got to be. You know what? <laughs> but the thing about Stone, we're used to Stone making trip-ups like that around here, so that's why we have fun with it. You but my, you keep, my phone's just, been blowing just, up. Stone, is, Stone, are you on the line? Yeah, that's Stone right there. Yeah. Stone, do your uh, research, bro. No. What am I doing? Yo, so I'm not going to explain myself. I already did it yesterday. But, <laughs> Stone, you know, you listen. That's inexplicable. Dallin, listen, I was set up, okay? It was a sabotage move by, you know, host Ken Levicka. So I, I had this stuff set up. I was, I was sent rotten information about Tommy DeVito, which I'm a fan of. He's in the same class as me. I played quarterback at the Division One level. And once he said Garrett Schrader, which I had no clue, he took over in week four. And I'm like, yo, yo, who the hell is Schrader? And I, I looked at Ken, I, I muted my mic, and I was like, yo, don't bring up the, don't bring up the quarterback question. I'm lost. Don't bring up the quarterback question. What does Ken do? As soon as Dino's ta- done talking, he says, Stone, uh, Dino actually, uh, he has a question for you about quarterbacks. And at that point, I started just pee running down my leg, and I was yep. like, you know what? Let it fly. Yep. Let it fly here. Yep. Yep. Let it fly. Stone, that was not the way to let it fly. That, yeah. was, that, was, not, that was it. That was you know, a, now, he, we didn't have a we didn't have a killing ability in the society. Stone, do not blame Ken. Yeah, look yourself yeah. in the mirror and say, please. Hey, but Do some he, research you know, for you. Thank question. you, That's you. There's another angle on it, though. Like, Tommy was there. Like, he did have to have the tough conversation about, you know, letting that kid go and realizing <laughs> that his spot is no longer his. So, like, my question was about the conversation yeah, we, had to him. He could have answered last it. Year. Yeah. If it was October of <laughs> 2021, <laughs> that's a legit question. Exactly. It is August of 22. <laughs> that is dead and buried. <laughs> and you're still defending this. You are still going to bat for this take. Oh, for this two. This is a bad question. Oh, for two. Just own it. Just, oh, exactly. Oh, I've owned it's it. Okay, oh, I've owned it. Lean into it. Now, it doesn't sound like it. sounds like a lot of excuses. He has a lot of excuses for even after yeah. he slept on it, he's still trying to make excuses <laughs> for this whole thing. Uh, Theo exactly, mentioned, exactly. Theo mentioned, Dallas, you're, you're, wearing, you're wearing all white. You're wearing all white right now. You've got your TV hits. How scary? No, it's just, it's just, a, just white a white shirt. shirt. I got a white oh, shirt. Oh, just a white shirt. Red, yeah. Reddish maroon suit. Yeah, that's on my suit jacket. I'm how right are you going to keep food off of that, though? Like, how how nervous are you going to get that you're going to head down to the media room, maybe have one of those delicious parfaits they have lined up, and all of a sudden you've shot your white shirt with whatever berry topping is down there? How do you offset that from happening? Ken, I, I ate my lunch with my guy Chris Patolo, who played in Army, former Army captain, mm. been, you know, tours in Afghanistan, Iraq. I looked at him with his white shirt on. I said, I'm a real soldier. I'm the one. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. the brave one. With these different sauces. I'm yeah. the one. I'm the warrior out here putting my neck on the line. Uh, and I man. got it done, fellas. I ate my salmon. I ate my asparagus. Granted, not the most sloppy meal. I, I contained it. Sweet potatoes. We, and the salmon was a little, little dry. Well, I didn't eat the salmon down there. I went to Whole Foods next door. Oh, my oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, that's right. There's I need the to Whole go. Foods next door. It's, yeah. literally, it's, it's 20 yards away. Yeah. I was like, I can't. I don't want to eat this food. Yesterday, yesterday, whatever they had, I couldn't do it. it was so tough. I was just, yeah, I was just like, uh, See. we're not doing this. So, yes, as, an, as an elitist as possible is saying, I went to Whole Foods next yes. door, and I did not get anything on my white shirt. I feel successful to this point, but we ain't through today. I got about three hours left about, and I'm sure some sort of snack. May end up here. Yeah. I'll check back in on it and make sure. I yeah. love it. I love it. So, Dallin, uh, we appreciate <laughs> you jumping on. Uh, we know you've got to get uh, to some interview duties here. But, again, when you bring up the Tyler Van Dyke quote, we'll send it to you. Just credit Ken Levick alive on ESPN 106.3 <laughs> when you present it to the guys. Just try and lay off of the turnover chain subject and take care of that white shirt if you could, okay? I'm going three for three on all those boys. Yeah. Yes, sir. Hit me with the line. <laughs> love it. Thanks, Dallin. It's been real. All right, that is Dallin Cuff again, ESPN, ACC Network. You'll see him all season long on the ACC Network, your local cable provider. Um, that was good. Yeah, good, good, good stuff all around. So eventually, we're going to really dig into this Tyler Van Dyke topic. When do you think oh, we're going to yeah, get yeah, there? Yeah, like twelve oh five, twelve oh six, twelve oh seven. 
Or no, I'll stop finding guest room. Maybe that'll help us. No, you're fine. You're fine. That was good. Download was good. Download <laughs> was, was great. good. I'll, I'll shoot. Let's shoot for 107. 107? All right, that's fine. Why don't we take a break? We'll come back. We'll get ourselves set up. We'll let Theo kind of reset and give us a lay of the land out there um, because apparently Virginia Tech has their coach rolling through. Mario is nowhere to be found right now. We're trying. Apparently the SID at Miami is angry with us. Is that is that accurate, yes. Theo? Uh, a bit perturbed, uh, agitated, Prickly. sick of uh, answering questions about when are we going to be able to get Mario. So, yeah. yeah. For the record, just know that Joe Rose on WQEM got his time with Mario Cristobal and proceeded to sit there and take selfies and uh, and and <laughs> shoot the bleep with him. Throw uh, up the U. Completely blowing up all of the time we would have had with Mario Cristobal this morning. Theo, I just want everybody to know Theo, that. Theo, just stare him down right now. Let him know we're I, talking well, that's about the him. That's the thing. I, he, he's locked in with the Virginia Tech coach. I'll get him when he's done. I'll get him when he's done. Oh, I should interrupt it, though, right? Oh, you should just walk right <laughs> in like, hey, you got a date with us. <laughs> you guys want this parfait? Just, just walk right in. Yeah, I should interrupt it. Put on a headset. Just start talking. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Well, Theo's going to uh, ramrod his way in between Mario Cristobal and Virginia Tech's new head coach. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, we'll get everything settled. We'll continue with Theo with ACC kickoff. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Still in the Bandwitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Ah, college football is in the air. Well, Theo is experiencing college football. Stone Riders hanging out in West Palm. Charlotte ACC kickoff. Theodore, CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. The quest for Kane's head coach, Mario Cristobal, continues. Have we, uh, have we made any progress, Theo? Zero progress. But what I will say is I will not leave Charlotte without that interview. I can promise you that. If it happens oh, after the show, yeah. we'll, just, we'll just have to play it tomorrow. But I will not leave Charlotte okay. without that interview. See, th- here's what's happening is... Theo has gone full chip on shoulder now. Mm-hmm. Like, Theo's feeling disrespected, <laughs> and now he's not that he's not always, but now he's like super locked in. Like he's yeah, Steph Curry going back to the finals, point to prove I'm going to get my MVP. Like this is what I'm feeling from Theo right now. At this point, it, it has to feel like nothing other than that, right? Like, I mean, I've been going through all the avenues trying to make it happen. I mean, we're, you know, what? 30 miles down the road from where they're playing football. You know, I'm like, why are we not getting this done? But you know what? It's going to happen now, man. I'm determined. Finals MVP me. I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, I wanted to just revisit, and we'll get back to Tyler Van Dyke. I think that we should just reset 1 o'clock and present the Tyler Van Dyke topic the way that we initially thought we were going to present it here. But now that we've got... Kyler Murray at five years, $230.5 million, 160 mil guaranteed. Doesn't this make the Lamar Jackson, is he a top 10 quarterback conversation, even more ridiculous? Of course Lamar Jackson is a top 10 quarterback. There is not a single thing you can tell me about Kyler Murray that leads me to believe that Lamar Jackson doesn't deserve more than what Kyler Murray just got paid. I'm sorry. There is not a single thing Kyler Murray has done other than shovel passes to opponents for touchdowns in the postseason. There is nothing that Kyler Murray has done that you can make the argument is better than what Lamar Jackson has put together. Lamar should be getting five years, $245 million, like 175 guaranteed if this is what Kyler Murray's getting five years, 230 and a half, $160 million guaranteed. Am I crazy with this? I mean, by any metric, he has to be the better quarterback. I mean, we can ask the quarterback whisperer or the expert Stone Labanowicz, mm-hmm. but by any measure, Lamar Jackson has to be above what Kyler Murray brings. I mean, it's weird to me that, that they can shovel over that money, you know, after what happened, and especially Lamar's been, like, humble about it. The way Kyler handled it. Compared- Kyler pouted and cried and took down Instagram photos and did that whole thing, and then including that ridiculous uh, Bible-long agent yeah. letter that was put out. And Lamar just basically is answering all of these questions with, you know, I'm just here to play ball. You know, the money's going to come, and his mother is his agent. So it, it's odd how it's working out. I guess go get yours how you get it, though, if it worked for you, Kyler, but... It does 
it is great perspective, Ken, like you said, that it, it, that he is a top 10 quarterback because Kyler got top 10 money, top five money. He got top five money. Yeah. It, but it just a couple of weeks ago, us talking about at length, Theo, this is, is Lamar Jackson uh, a top 10 quarterback? Because ESPN, that survey of players, coaches, scouts, said no. He's not a top 10 quarterback, and ESPN made it content for themselves over a five, four, five-day span, and we're banging our heads against the wall. Like, Lamar Jackson is clearly a top 10 quarterback now when it comes to money. He should be paid. If Kyler Murray's getting paid this, then he should be getting paid like a top five quarterback. I'm sorry. There's nothing you're putting Kyler Murray ahead of when it comes to Lamar Jackson in that comparison. I mean, maybe the little scampers. Like, when Kyler Murray runs, it is like kind of like – Cute. It's adorable. Maybe yeah, that's what he has. Like cuteness the, the factor. Yeah, of fine. Him. Being yeah. being a cute, uh, being <laughs> cute and tiny and pocket size. Sure, he has the advantage yeah. there. But as far as getting paid to be a football player, no way. Like, it just makes the whole conversation about his Lamar Jackson top ten seem that much more absurd now that we're two weeks after it. Yeah, yeah, you got to. And I wonder what Bernard Pollard is out there thinking right now. Former Ravens safety Bernard Pollard, sure, who was hell of a lot arguing to say against about Lamar, Lamar Jackson for some reason. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, it's weird. It's good for Kyler; he got his money. But I also wonder if this now lends to other players seeing that and saying, "Hey, I'm going to go the Kyler route." Like, what's better, doing the pouty petty Kyler thing, or the respectful, "I'll deal with it when it comes." I'm going to go try and show out Lamar Jackson approach. I, I, there's not a science to it, but do you think that this is going to lead to more? pouting showdowns with front offices like Kyler Murray had as opposed to Lamar, who has largely been uh, an adult every second of this contract situation. Well, look at the last two quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers did it. It worked out. Kyler Murray did it. It worked out. And Lamar Jackson, as he's currently struggling. And those are quarterbacks that had somewhat of odds with their teams, at least. Yeah. I mean, other guys like Josh Allen, they just get paid because there's that, you know, there's a better relationship. I wonder- but if it pays to be Jackson, petty. I wonder if it would help. It, it, I think it does. It pays to be petty. Yeah. That's what it's seeming like. Because Aaron Rodgers, he can sit here every offseason and threat retirement, right? And uh, he can make comments about the front office and demand trades and all this stuff. Kyler Murray can take down Instagram photos and have his agent uh, write the Magna Carta and put it out on Twitter. So uh, now you've got Lamar. Of all of these, these quarterbacks, the only one who has treated this like an adult is the only one without a deal now. Yeah, that's where the difference lies. You said it. The fact that Baltimore knows he's not going anywhere, right? And Green Bay had at some point figured that Aaron's not going to be a Packer anymore, and Kyler's not going to be maybe a Maybe it's time for Lamar to be a bleephole at some point. And just be like, hey, I, maybe, I, maybe I don't play for the Ravens. It's, it's just odd because they're so invested in him, though. I don't know. I would man. love that. You know what he should do? He should take a flight to Charlotte, uh-huh. where I'm at. Yeah. He should go to B of A Stadium. And, you know, just ask and see what, what they'd be interested. You know they, already, like the they, already they already got a guy. They already got a guy. No, 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 let's not be. Let's not get rash. All right? <laughs> never, never, you can never make a quarterback room better. Or you can never stop making a quarterback room better. What a dumpster fire. And Sam Darnold, Baker Sam Mayfield, Darnold. and Lamar Jackson just battling it out. What I love. <laughs> I don't think that would be a What I love <laughs> is that Theo, Theo is sitting no more than two blocks away from the site. His Panthers, his Carolina Panthers, yeah. Theo's a huge Panthers fan. He is sitting in the uptown Charlotte Weston right now, not two blocks away from where the Carolina Panthers play their games, where he is going to enjoy Baker Mayfield as his starting quarterback <laughs> this year. Theo, let the victory wash over you. What a moment this has to be for you. I felt Baker's presence when I touched down, and I think that's when I realized that we were you know, going to be unsuccessful in getting crystal ball. Like, he's probably the reason. His presence <laughs> in this city is what's deterring my efforts right now. Baker Mayfield's mere presence is handing us a big fat L on this show. <laughs> hey, by the way, Mario Cristobal is going to be on SportsCenter uh, in a couple of minutes, not Ken LeVick alive, so... We're just continuing to strike out. But Theo, he is inspired. He is going to get that conversation with Mario Cristobal before he leaves the Westin at 6 o'clock Eastern time tonight. It's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, East Stone Banner with Friday Night Lights. ACC kickoff. We continue on Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3.